This week's episode of Our Fair City has been brought to you by Heartlife, all the life you'll ever need, and by The Cleansed, a free post-apocalyptic podcast set 15 years after an energy crisis strikes America. Over 30 actors star in this production, recorded entirely on location in Maine, featuring an original score and cinema-style sound effects. Listen now at thecleansed.com. That's T-H-E-C-L-E-A-N-S-E-D.com. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by the company you depend upon for all of your greatest needs, Heart Life. These stories are true dramatizations from our fair city's glorious history. So listen and remember, Heart Life, all the life you'll ever need. Fall. We, all of us, fall from our first uncertain steps to our overconfident youths. Every human life consists of decline. Without fail, no matter how careful we are along the way, each life comes to one final diminution. Not even the corporation, with all of its power, can alter this universal truth. Just as certainly, time brings all things to ruin. Now the Stormhawk and the Binnacle have fallen. Will this be merely another stumble on our path toward the future, or could it represent a much more terminal descent? Tonight, we pay brief calls upon several good policies of our fair city as they weave the pattern of an ordinary day in heart life. Safe within the warrens of the city, Vice President Davenport must have a discussion with his daughter about her boy troubles. How much more human, how much more mundane could one hope to be? Sweetie, how was work? Hi, Daddy. It was fine. Oh, good. How's your work with electricity going? Good. Trying anything new? Not really. Oh, well, you're just in time for dinner. Here, sit down. And have a bite of this. What's wrong? Nothing. It's great. I, I could make some tweaks to the algae protein ratio. No, really. The proteins taste wonderful. Don't change a thing. I won't. Enough has changed lately. You found a boy. He was a bit of a dink. He was a dink. He was. And now he's gone. That's a lot to go through. Oh, you know. I was your age once. Some things change, but others never do. Family is one of them. Except, Except in, in cases, cases of familial, familial disunion, as mandated by Heartlife for reasons of efficiency, happiness regulation, or other factors at the sole discretion of Heartlife. Your first words. I was so proud. <laughs> Cheer up now. Eat your dinner, and I'll put on some Archibald funny pants. My dinner's gonna get cold while I have to go fire somebody. It's tough to be the boss. We journey now to the laboratory of Dr. Emily Caligari. Once a thing to behold, it now stands in ruins, rifled and pilfered. The necessary articles of science have gone missing, and 
reduced to thievery to obtain the necessary scientific implements, the good doctor is baiting a hasty retreat with an armload of brains. There she is! She's headed for the lift! Damn! Come on! Yes! Welcome to MedLift Gamma. If you are experiencing a medical emergency, please input your emergency code now. If you are incapable of entering your code, override accepted. Doors closing. Please input destination. Oh, what the hell? Hey, what happened to the light? Is this the darkening? No, it's not the darkening, you idiot. She cut the power. Can she do that? Attention fugitive, this is street safe. Vacate the medical lift, return the sponges, and no one but you has to get hurt. These aren't sponges, you moron. They're brains. They look like sponges. Never seen a brain before. Listen, Dr. West. Dr. West? Yeah. Dr. Herbert West, fugitive scientist and enemy of the public. No! Do I look like my name is Herbert West? Street safe policy strictly forbids discrimination based on age, gender, or supernatural affiliation. And I'm an animus. Shut up. Oh, hey. West, we will not be deceived by your skin trickery. Yeah. I am not West. You're wearing a lab coat, running from street safe officers, and stealing company brains. Who else in Hartford would do that? Dr. Emily Caligari. Calgary? Caligari. Seriously? You don't have a dossier on me? A, a wanted poster? Uh... Oh, why do I even bother helping you people? West or no West, you're stealing from Heartline. Come out of there now. I'll get right on that. Anyone else here hissing? My beliefs teach us that the elevator has a spiritual energy of its own. Quiet. What's she doing in there? Sounds like ropes. She's going to hang herself. She's not going to hang herself. She's going to... To escape. When do you think she'll turn the power back on? Maybe you better pray to the elevator for help. Yeah, okay. Hey! Let us go now to the chill upper level known as Old Tunnel and its singular institution, the only historic house in our fair city. It was, and is, the home of Dr. Montgomery Morrow, one of the founding geneticists of our fair city. Here, we find the great man in his comfortably decorated, if outdated, sitting room, and nestled safely in his cryogenics chamber. He is having a morning paper read to him by none other than Dr. Herbert West. Which is why I feel so strongly about... Oh, hang on, continues on page five. About the eradication of carnivorous mold in these tunnels. We should not let the memory of old Silty nor the story of his noble sacrifice pass forgotten into the depths. He was a helpmate, a confidant, a cantankerous old buffoon, and a friend. I shall miss him dearly. Dr. Montgomery Percival Morrow. Monty, what a kind thing this was. I only wish it did not have to be written. Poor old L. Silty. Did they spell my name right? Hold it up to the glass. They did. 
I must say, the Daily Borough is edited to a higher standard than I'd expect. Given that there is only one individual responsible for proofing, typesetting, printing, and the distribution of the paper. Lomi is quite capable in many areas. Is she running an editorial cartoon this week? <gasps> Let's see. Yes, the caption reads, Vice Presidential Solutions and... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this, Monty. Oh my goodness! Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> oh, pickles, that's a riot. Oh, oh, Davenport would burst his spleen if he ever saw this. Ha, ha, ha. How did he get his head? Shh, don't question the magic. <laughs> what a mole that Lomi is. It is kind of you to make these visits, Herbert. With Silty gone, it's been good to have someone to talk to, especially a scientist. You know. <laughs> Don't worry, Monty, it's just a power outage. Monty, old man, are you all right in there? Montgomery, tell me where the backup generator is and I'll turn it on quick as a whip. Dr. Moro! Now, dear policy, we venture deep beneath the frozen crags that surround our valley, where a train ratchets and screeches its way towards the tower. The Galapagos, a behemoth of a locomotive, carries its cargo of lightning riggers towards warmth, food, and a skein of rotgut at Al's. The city is yet far away. How fortunate. They seem to have brought some rotgut of their own. Oh, it's good to be a rigger when the skies are dank and gray. But a darkened cloud will put a shroud on any sunny day. A curious wind might roll right in and pluck you well away. Then the wolves will wear your bones as hats. Or so the legends say. Hey! <laughs> My troops. Those dog-forsaken mushrooms. Oh, man, Ulrich, what are you talking about? What the bloody ant gab is a mushroom? It's shroom. a twisted, wattled, hideous little fungus that grows on the underside of privies. It's a death omen. Another death omen, huh? Like when the rig's barometer got stuck on 666 millibars. A death omen. Or when the captain's lucky earring fell into a gutter pipe. Death omen. Or when Orson dropped his toothbrush in the toilet. Death omen. No, wait, that was just disgusting. Old man, you're too superstitious by a lead. Ignore him, boys. Ah. A power outage! Why, that's... Uh, oh. But we'll die in minutes without heat. Now, don't panic. As long as the power comes back on soon, the Galapagos shouldn't get no colder than a late ration. Of course, more than a few minutes and... I told you! I told you I dreamt of my shrooms! Go on and rub it in. One... One more song, friends? Oh, it's good to be a rigger riding home to drink our swill. Then hopping on the turtle's back and riding to the mill. The glorious sound of homeward bound to 
better than this chill of plummeting to a grisly death, though it's sure as snowy. Elsewhere in the city, deep below the orderly tunnels of human habitation, two young mole people named Clay and Sandy have found their way to a natural cavern. The air is warm and damp, and the walls hold a glittering sheen in the work lamps. So, the overseer said digging won't start back up until they can pump all this water out, but I thought it couldn't hurt to give the crews a little head start. You want to do some off-duty digging? Yeah. You. It's not that unusual. Okay, but why did you need me to help you out? I mean, if it's not official. Clay, this... This isn't a date, is it? Uh, no. A power outage? Ugh. Can this get any worse? What now? It's not that time traveler, is it? It's... it's... Oh, wow. Phosphorescent hot spring? Beautiful! Clay, did you plan this? Well, actually... Yes. Yes. I planned this. You big dope. You made me believe you were taking me on a stupid old dig date like I was some ordinary female. Yeah. Yeah, because... That would be dumb. And then you bring me here, and you knock out the lights and the phosphorescent hot springs, and the quartz vein in the ceiling, and... Uh, are those glowworms? Clay! You know glowworms make me tipsy. They do? I, I mean, they do. You know what would make this perfect? What? If the entrance tunnel to the cave collapsed right now... While we were in here, alone. Yeah, but that's not very likely. Oh, really? Well, this cave's being excavated by actuarial decree, so they put durium supports in. These durium supports? Whoops! Clumsy me! Looks like we're trapped in a tunnel collapse. Could be days before they get to us. Guess there is nothing we can do, but wait. Guess not. Glowworm? Why, mole person Clay, are you trying to get me drunk? Maybe I am. Good. You're learning. In our lives as policies of heart life, we may fall in love. From grace, down, and apart. As power levels decline across the city, can the heroes of our fair city restore their balance, or are they doomed to stumble and fall? Find out this spring when we return for the next seasonal retelling of our glorious history as the story of our fair city continues.